Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On the Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the third episode into the new series called Bring On the New Series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I'm focusing on the newness in my life. My lease usually ends in August, and that's the month where I determine how I want to approach the next year moving forward. It sets the tone for where I'm going to be, the environment I want to surround myself in, and things I want to change in order to pursue growth. So to summarize, Bring On The New Series isn't just about moving to a physical location. It's also about changing my work tactics, time management, accepting change within friendships and relationships, and so forth. In this episode, I share a testimony on how I found this new apartment, my thoughts on leaving an apartment I was comfortable in for three years to experience a new environment, what it means to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, why I'm not letting just anyone into my apartment anymore, and more. But before I get into the episode, let's do a little life recap. This past week was New York Fashion Week, and here are my thoughts on it. My friend Natalie and I used to plan out our New York Fashion Week trips back when we were in college. We would coordinate trust me, hair appointments, collaborate with hotels to promote them on social, go to the gifting suites, runway shows, after parties, and more. And as a planner, this was a dream for me. I love coordinating and planning things out. I made sure we weren't going too crazy with our schedule and also made sure we were still having a good time. Over the years, I think we've both kind of figured out what really interests us and what we want to focus on. We still love the fashion and I love watching the runway shows, but I also love to see the street style that comes to life, especially during fashion week. And as my career shifted a bit, so did my priorities. I still go to events, shows, and parties, but I'm more selective, as I should be, because my full-time job is working as a social media strategist and not as an influencer. And I think it's important to recognize that shift and be okay with it. In the beginning, it was hard letting go of that, but I had to remind myself that some of these events and shows weren't in favor of my time. Some were out of the way, and some just didn't make sense to make a presence there and leave. The dynamics have definitely shifted too. Now, with the new wave of TikTok influencers, we see more of that crowd entering the scene. We see a new wave of Instagram influencers too. Things are shifting, and it's important to pay attention to that. I mean, I'm definitely interested to see the direction of where Fashion Weeks are heading in the future, that's for sure. Okay, so now shifting back to a couple weeks ago, I had mentioned in my last podcast episode that my parents were coming that weekend and that I do a little recap. My apartment is pretty much finalized. A huge thanks to my parents for driving all the way from North Carolina to help fix up my new apartment. I'm not even kidding when I say that they made that 10 plus hour drive from North Carolina to New York City and vice versa at least eight times this past year. But they also love driving. I think it's the bonding time they spend together in the car. And in addition, knowing that we'll be spending time together. Family time is 
something I truly cherish and appreciate more than anything, especially because now that we all live in different places, it's hard to see each other frequently. So any time together is always something I look forward to. Anyway, the gallery wall is complete. I finally have a TV now. I know, I never had one, not even in college. And I'm not going to lie, the TV in the room weirds me out sometimes. I'm really not used to seeing it sitting above my dresser. But it's been helpful whenever I want to shut off my devices and wind down and watch a Netflix show or just watch church online on Sundays. Not to mention, my kitchen is finalized too. Yes, I finally have a kitchen that feels like a kitchen. In my previous apartment, it was so small, I didn't have any counter space at all. And my bathroom has storage, and my dad even hung up some shelves for additional storage. I can't wait to show you how it all looks. And you know what? I feel happy. I really do. I'm so grateful to have found this new space. It really has impacted my mood, especially when I wake up to light pouring into the room, the city skyline peeking out from the curtains, exposing the beautiful view I'm facing. I don't think I'll ever get tired of this. And I knew this was what I had needed for my next space. So now that I've done my life recap, let me go into the episode. I'll start with my testimony on how I found this apartment. It's pretty much been one month since I moved to my new apartment on the Upper East Side. Yes, decided to stay in this area because I love it so much and couldn't bear parting ways with it. And there are occasions when I'm nearing the end of my workday where I'll think about God's perfect timing for how I was able to secure this apartment. There was a point during my apartment search. I believe it was almost nearing the third week of me searching where I just felt so discouraged. I even contemplated staying at my previous apartment. All the brokers and the real estate agents made me feel like I was too picky and that I'd never get the apartment I wanted. There had to be compromise, sure, but I know when I know, and I know that these other apartments were not it. I wanted an apartment that felt like home. I don't know how to describe this feeling, but it just wasn't there. On the third week, I had seen a couple apartments on the Upper East Side that I thought were okay. There was one where I felt like it would do. The view was, quote, okay. It overlooked the street, but it was very close to another apartment across the street, and I wasn't sure if I liked that. What gave me a glimmer of hope were the amenities. It had everything I'd been looking for. I finally settled for this apartment on the second floor and turned in my application for it. But I wasn't excited about turning it in. There was something about it that discouraged me. And that made me sad. I'm someone who finds inspiration and thrives off a New York City view. And I think facing a street and being so close to people walking by just didn't make me feel excited. And because I work from home, it's important for me to focus on what inspires me so that I don't burn out. My way of saying I needed change was saying that I needed a new view. 
And I know that's me being picky. Some of us can't get everything we want in an apartment, going back to compromise. But after three weeks of searching, I was willing to compromise and settle. So I sent in the application. The next day, I found myself scrolling on the same real estate website as the apartment I had sent in an application to and saw there was another apartment in the area that hadn't been rented yet. I remember looking at the photos and thinking, wow, it's on the ninth floor. Maybe there's a view. I knew I had to see it. I texted the real estate agent and asked if I could see it that day. A few hours later, we visited that apartment and I'm not even kidding when I say this, but when she opened the front door, my eyes went immediately to the window. Before even viewing the rest of the space, I was drawn to the view. There was even a door attached to the window that led to a little balcony. I was sold. And that was the feeling right there. The feeling I had been looking for this entire time. I felt it then and there. I checked out the rest of the space and it had all the amenities from the previous apartment I had applied for. I told the real estate agent if she could switch the apartments for the application I'd set in, and she went directly to the office to make the switch. This apartment was mine. My application was in. I remember going home that day and feeling so shocked and excited. Was it the view that made me feel this way? It had to be. And now, the days leading up to the move... I would keep looking at the videos and photos on my phone that I took from the viewing. It was the view. It was the space. It was everything. An actual kitchen, a dishwasher, laundry in the building. All these things that I appreciate now more than ever. When I first moved here to New York City, I literally started in a basement apartment. You know how usually it's labeled like 1B? Well, I was literally B1. And the apartment after that was on the fifth floor. And now I'm on the ninth floor. It's like the next place I call home in the years I spend in New York City, I keep moving up. Literally. And every place I go, I have so much gratitude for it. My old apartment may have been a fifth floor walk up, but that place was my home for three years. And I'll always cherish all the memories I spent in that place. But as someone who loves change and thrives off of a new start, I was ready to take on that challenge. Sure, I was comfortable in my fifth floor walk up with my favorite bakery and cafe down the street, the queue a block down, my favorite grocery store down the street. Everything was familiar. I knew how long it took me to get to places for my apartment. But there was a part of me that longed for change. If you listen to my previous podcast episode on old relationships and friendships, you know what I'm talking about. I need to close that chapter and start a new one. And I think every time we move to a new place, we have so much gratitude because we remember where we came from. One of the most important messages I got from this testimony was to never ever settle. Far too often we get tired or burned out from work or relationships and we either stick through it because it's what we know. 
We dread our job, but we don't quit. We want to stop trying in the relationship, but we don't leave it. We want what's easy and comfortable because we know it won't let us down or hurt us. So we settle. You know those times when you're starving and instead of stepping out to get food, you just decide to eat whatever is in your house? And then you find yourself in the pantry or fridge trying to eat anything you can find and you feel full but not fulfilled? Well, that feeling is exactly this. You wanted what was easy, not what was good. And we settle because in our minds, going out of the house means putting an effort to get up and go and maybe we're not familiar with that scenery. We're familiar with where our fridge is, where our pantry is. And I know many of us have heard the line, be comfortable being uncomfortable. And on the topic of comfort, I knew I was comfortable in my old apartment. Life felt good, complacent, and easy. At times, of course. It's one of those I can't complain kind of lifestyles, full of expected happenings, where unexpected happenings are handled in expected kind of ways. But after praying about the situation, I finally felt ready to leave it. Of course, it wasn't going to be easy and as comfortable going through the apartment search in New York City. I knew that in a new place, I'd be able to grow again. I knew that trying something new would push me into new boundaries and new levels of growth. We're all dynamic and evolutionary people, after all. Our bodies, minds, thoughts, and personalities are constantly growing and changing. The experiences and information we gain and the people we meet are to mold us and change us and better us as we continue on this never-ending quest to be our best self. But it only works when we are open to change. There's this quote I really love that goes, When God calls us to step out of our comfort zone, he is not calling us to be comfortable in the situation. He is calling us to be comfortable in him in spite of the situation. And you know what? It all worked out. All in his good timing. You know, I'll never forget this testimony. I journaled it shortly after it happened. It's a reminder of one, to never settle even though your situation tells you to. And two, treat your new apartment like how you let people into your life. Meaning, I started thinking about the memories of all the people I let in to my old apartment. The rugs sitting in that apartment belonged to my ex and just so many memories of people who are no longer a part of my life. It made me realize how I want to approach my new apartment the people I let in. I want to be more selective with who I let in, literally and metaphorically speaking. I don't want to just let anyone into my new place. That holds so much more value now. A good friend of mine and I had brunch a few weeks ago, and he mentioned, why are you letting these people have real estate in your mind? Change the locks. And not only did I change the locks, but I also changed locations and said goodbye to my past for good.
Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode where I cover another topic on the newness I'm embracing for my next chapter in life. New job challenges. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.